Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we have a very special guest on tonight's Ooh. episode. She is not only a, a really been on here before episode 105, but she is a Patreon of Rope Drop Radio from willsafertravel.com. Jen, thank you so much for being back on the show. Thanks, guys. I'm really excited to be back. And Doug, I know you and I had some fun living vicariously through Jen, your recent trip. Yes. How many days were you down at Walt Disney World? Seven. Seven days. That's yeah. That's the way to do a trip, Doug. I just did four. Yep. She did seven. Yep. Derek, you always slightly fail. That's I do. What I, like I do. I just <laughs> never can. Not enough vacation time to do nope. all the Disney trips. Uh, did set goals. Those are my goals. But Jen, you did something and I did something that Doug, you've done a lot of times and that is Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And that is what we're going to be talking about tonight. All the fun activities for Halloween that you get to do. Jen, you did just couples only. I went with a family and Doug, let's talk about you in the middle. Let's talk off with the yeah. kind of the facts. How much and facts. when is it? So let's get the uh, number crunching out of the way. All right. So Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which if you're online looking at things is often abbreviated as M-N-S-S-H-P. That's part of the lesson here. You got to learn your abbreviations if you're reading about Disney. So it's a hard ticket event. What that means, it is separate from your park entrance. So say you have a seven-day park hopper, it doesn't get you into this, folks. you got to buy an additional ticket for a party date, in most usually in advance. You don't want to wait because they can sell out. So the ticket gets you in at 4 p.m., and it lasts till midnight. And the party doesn't start till 7. So go early, get in, avoid the lines. So when is it? It's in the fall. Shocking, right? So this year, it ran from August 17th through Halloween. So that was August really the fall in Florida? Fall doesn't really start until November. (laughs) No, no, it's not fall weather at all. So it is hot for most of these. The very last few, it can be pretty nice, but it's even sketchy. But it's not every night of the week. So it's like, Two to three times a week. The closer you get to Halloween, the more they happen. Um, so that's kind of the dates. Then the prices range all over the place. So if you purchase in advance, they're a little bit cheaper than buying day of. And so the cheapest ticket this year was $75 for an adult and $70 for a child, I believe is what I saw. So 75 is as cheap as you're going to get in. That's just for a few of the dates. All the different dates have like the prices are all over the place. So you see 75, 79, 89, 99, 109. And for Halloween itself, 
$125 plus tax. Ooh. And for a child, $120. That's just on Halloween. So a little bit cheaper. The earlier you go, the closer you get to Halloween, the price goes up. Typically busier days. Disney knows what they're doing to squeeze everything. Yeah, got to make money. So that's kind of the facts there. It costs more to get in. Hard ticket event. That's what that means. And buy it in advance. There are some discounts for DVC and for annual pass holders. And I think that's all the discounts you can find for it. But then once you get in, it's a wonderland of new and exciting things. So we'll get to all of those. But since we have us all here, a little round table tonight, let's start with this. All right. So when you're looking at picking a date, why did you pick the date that you did within your trip? Jen? Uh, so we booked the trip because of free darning. Uh, so uh, we, we've we gone in September before and we liked it um, because it's a little bit less crowded. Um, so when we were, when we booked our trip, we looked at, uh, the dates of the party that fell during our trip and it was a Tuesday or a Friday. So we decided to go with a Tuesday cause we thought it would be a bit less crowded, not as many locals, um, out and about, uh, and it was good. Yeah. That's an excellent point to avoid the weekends, usually a little busier. So Derek, how did you pick your day? Well, we did the same thing. We went because of free dining and the discount. And the only day that they had offered was Labor Day. And so we decided to go there thinking, might not be busy, Labor Day, the day next day, kids will be in school. We were wrong. There was still a <laughs> lot of people there over Derek, Labor Day. I'm just Derek's definition of busy is skewed because he's a February, September guy. So... And he'll just before he says it, he went on his honeymoon over New Year's. So yes, he's no, no honey, no honeymoon oh. was the first week of February. Oh, that's, that's where we right. go. But you've been. I've been on New, New Year's. Year's. Yes, just to get that out of the yes. way. you're used to February. Just I am. I like February. But no, the funny thing is, we did we did uh, Magic Kingdom that whole day, and it was not busy at all. But right between, you know, we got there back to the party around four thirty. That crowd from four thirty to seven. Talk about a change in just atmosphere and dynamic and people. It was, it was really cool to be a part of that. Yep, a lot of people coming in. So we've picked dates all over from, we've been to four. We've been to the very first party of the year. We've been to the very last party of the year. So that time we did the very last party was actually November 1st, because November 1st was a Friday night. So they had a party on a Friday night and because uh, Halloween was a Thursday. So that was kind of cool. We actually flew down on Halloween, went to the Halloween party on November 1st, and then we went to the very first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. Oh, that's fun. So that's cool. That was kind of a cool, like, eight-day yeah. trip. Um, but we also have done a very first party. And the year that we did the very first party, it was actually Labor Day was the very first party, actually the Sunday before Labor Day. And so they keep getting more and more into August um, every year, it seems. And so we've done middle of October, early October, Labor Day, and the end. And the closer you get to Halloween, definitely the busier it gets. But we've tried to pick weeknights. But those, those first and the last one, obviously, that was like our only choice. So that's kind of why we picked dates that we picked. I think they all worked out. The November one was really cool because, like, I don't know, it was November, and we still got to do Halloween. Yeah, it's still Halloween. <laughs> well, yeah. then you got to see all the Halloween decor come down and all the Christmas stuff go up. And uh, yeah, it is it amazing was... how fast they turn that stuff over. 
November 2nd, we went to Hollywood Studios and got pictures with Christmas trees. So it was like <laughs> the next day. It was it, pretty That's crazy. Disney magic right there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So one of the coolest things about Halloween party is everybody dresses up. And the adults that go that don't dress up, you will feel left out, in my opinion, right? Definitely. You guys feel like, yeah. like you party poopers, you should just get like a shirt when you come in with the, uh, as one of my friends called it, the chocolate soft serve emoji. Like she didn't know it was poop. <laughs> she honestly thought, why do you keep sending me the chocolate soft serve emoji when something bad's happening? But so oh, I just they, learned something new from Doug. You always send me that emoji. The chocolate soft serve? I'm kidding. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, um, you're a party pooper if you don't dress up, at least a little bit, at least like a costume t-shirt. So, all right, Derek, we'll go with you first on this one. What was your costume? How did you pick it? Why did you pick it? What did you consider else other than that costume? All right, well, we are a family of five in the dynamic, girl, boy, boy. So we want to do something, and it came down between Star Wars and The Incredibles, and because a lot of people call our baby Baby Jack-Jack, and he's kind of that same age, we decided to do The Incredibles. Uh, and we went all out. We got the expensive costumes with the padding. I mean, those, that was questionable. those yeah. abs that you saw, those were not really my abs, what? though I do work out. Uh, oh. But no, those were definitely padded abs. It was fun. We got a lot of compliments. We had a lot of people take pictures with us, uh, especially a couple people dressed like Edna Mode. And it was a lot of fun, but it was really hot. And so by the end, the only one that made it through the whole party was my son, Declan, a.k.a. Dash. He made it through the whole party without changing everyone. Oh, and the baby. The baby never changed either. So the boys' success, the rest of us almost died of dehydration. <laughs> Man, did you... So when you were picking them out, did you think a lot about the heat? Oh, I did. Like, I knew right away. Padded. I, I put oh, that padded so one on. I knew, but I wanted to go as Mr. Incredible. He's one of my favorite characters. In fact, Doug, you've made me a Mr. Incredible luggage tag. He's my yeah. Disney icon on the app. One of my favorite movies. So this was, we knew it would be hot, but it was something, we knew it was a once in a lifetime thing with the baby being the same, you know, size as Jack-Jack. Yep. yep. Good point. Jen, what did you guys dress up as? Uh, so we went as Mary Poppins uh, and Bert the Chimney Sweep. So it was my husband and I that went to the party. And we spent a lot of time kind of texting back and forth with, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And so we wanted to go as kind of a Disney couple, even though technically Mary Poppins and Bert are not a couple. Um, it's Yeah, but couple-ish. So... We uh, we went as kind of the more plain. Uh, he was in the chimney sweep with kind of the dirty face. And I went with kind of the white shirt and the black skirt and the little red bow tie and the hat with the cherries and the daisies. Um, so it was not too hot of a costume. Uh, probably a lot less hot than Derek's was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to wear tights with my my skirt, and I decided to yeah. wear that because it. my husband made fun of me a little bit because I wore my Birkenstocks with my uh, Mary Poppins costume. And they match. He thought Mary Poppins right would right wear in. Birkenstocks, but I didn't care at that point. We'll never know. We'll never know. Sure. I don't Who knows? I mean, this new movie coming out. I could be it. It could happen. We'll see. <laughs> But it was really fun. We got a lot of compliments, a lot of people yelling, Mary Poppins! 
So I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That's all I can think of. Guardians of the Galaxy too. I would have been yelling yeah. that a lot. That's kind of how I roll. Um, so how'd you put your costumes together? You didn't just go find yours on a shelf. No. Um, well, I I had the black skirt um, for a long time. I found the shirt um, at French like Frenchies. That's a thrift store here. Um, so it's just uh, it was just kind of a white ruffly dress shirt. Um, and it was perfect. And so my husband just kind of went with a dress kind of pant and a brown like shirt. And then we kind of got a red kind of piece of material and dirtied that up with kind of the city <laughs> kind of look. And so, yeah, we were pretty DIY. I bought a hat, a Mary Poppins hat, because I couldn't find anything that was similar enough to like hot glue daisies and stuff on. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of work sometimes putting together costumes. So we've been four times. I'll, I'll, uh, I got two longer. I'll tell a couple stories here. <laughs> so the first time we went, the kids were, San, Claire was not around yet. So Samantha was about to turn three. Alden was just turned one. So he was a baby. And we had costumes for them. We were going to the party. But our first day in the Magic Kingdom, we were leaving as the party was coming in. And we're like, oh, all the adults are dressed up. So we went to Walmart and the shelves were like bare. It was, you know, early October and we're wondering like, oh, so we found like pirate costumes just to squeeze into because (laughs) we're like, we can't be those people without a costume. So that was our very first time. We learned a lesson um, that you needed to, everybody needed to dress up. So from then on, we got way more into it. The next time we did Phineas and Ferb, if anybody out there is a Phineas and Ferb fan, it's an awesome show. Um, we've always had one like really homemade costume. Uh, so Claire went as Perry the platypus. So we found this teal dress. There was a Perry mouse ears back then. And then my mom sewed a tail onto the back. That was the platypus tail and little feet for the top of her shoes. Like the cast members all like loved it. People yelled, where's Perry? And then she would be like, right here, right here. You know? Um, so that was our Perry the platypus. And then like, I was Dr. Doofenshmirtz. And I'm a little eccentric when I get in costume, and it drives my wife insane. I stayed in character all night long as Dr. Doofenshmirtz. So I talked about, like, you know, a cavity awayinator because all this candy and a candy awayinator, and I grabbed my kid's candy. It was, yeah, that was, I was obnoxious. <laughs> I will admit that. We have done Alice in Wonderland. I was the Mad Hatter. Alden was the White Rabbit. That was, like, our fancy costume. And then our other good one was... We went as Cinderella, Prince Charming. Uh, so Michelle found dresses off Etsy's for her as Cinderella. The girls were Drizella and Anastasia. Anastasia, thank you. Well done. And <laughs> they were they were like awesome dresses off Etsy. Like we, it was they were amazing. They look like the characters. And then my mother sewed together a Gus Gus costume. So Alden basically had a fat suit on and a tail, the hat with the ears. I mean, he was. Gus Gus and then he tried to talk like Gus Gus and cast members took pictures of him like they took <laughs> pictures with Gus Gus it was pretty cool and then the very last thing we did as we left that night we met the stepmother and Anastasia Drizella at the train station and they saw us walking down Main Street and they yelled at us to make sure we came up because they were meeting upstairs at the train station and so we went up and they talked to us for like over five minutes we got so many pictures. So we've gone over the top since our first failure. 
There's my well done. monologue. I'm done now monologuing. <laughs> Sorry there. No, it's okay. Um, it was good. All right. So that's costumes. Anything else costumes, guys, that you thought of while I was rambling? Good on costumes. No, be creative. It's, well, it's, a, it's about next be year. Creative. Like, yeah. I'm already starting to think of the next yeah. time we go. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's going to be hot. Like one of the fav- my favorite ones I saw way back in 2008 was there was a family that had like sandwich boards on them, just big poster boards front and back. And they were fast passes, you know, like paper fast passes. Oh, that was cool. So you see something every year. They're like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. That's be creative. I wanted to just wear a T-shirt that had an app on it for our upcoming cruise, but my wife said, no, that wasn't good enough. We'd all be different Disney apps. That wasn't good enough. No. So More creative. Now you have to wait to see what we are on the cruise. Oh, can't yeah. wait. Spoiler. Teaser. Teaser. All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So there's a lot of special things offered. We haven't just listed them, but we'll get to them all, I think, in this next question. So what are some of the special things offered? at the party that appealed to you and your travel party. So Jen, we'll let you go first on this uh, one. I think we were most excited for the, the kind of the special shows, um, like the, the fireworks, hollow wishes and uh, like the stage shows and the parade, just cause it's something really different um, that you only get to experience at the party. So that I was really looking forward to that the most. Yeah. So the stage show, just for record here is the Hocus Pocus villain spectacular. And that's at 8.30, 10.45, and midnight. So they run that a few times. So you got some chances. The fireworks are Mickey's, or sorry, Happy Hollow Wishes. And so what did you think of Hollow Wishes after seeing Happily Ever After, though? It's fine. We'll get to that part a little later down. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> you bad. are skipping ahead. <laughs> that's usually my job, Doug. That is your job, Derek. You <laughs> warned me about that earlier. Be ready for Derek to do that. So (laughs) those were kind of the big things you're looking for. Did you meet a lot of characters? No, that was not a priority for us. Okay. (laughs) All right, Derek, what about your crew? What was the priorities? What were the special events? Uh, My kids really wanted to trick or treat. If it was up to them, they would have just got as much candy and filled like seven pillowcases. So we definitely did a lot of that. But for me... I really wanted to experience the attractions that do special things for the party, party only. And in this year, it was Pirates, uh, Space Mountain, and the Teacups. And totally not worth it. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. <laughs> oh, uh, but right. yeah, but that, was, that was what I was looking forward to the most. And honestly, the appeal to us is I don't really get to take too much time off in the fall. But the fact that I was able to take some time off uh, made this. This is a bucket list item. So we're just so glad we were able to check Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party off that list. Yeah, so for my family, it's been characters, characters, trick-or-treating characters, characters, fireworks parade, characters. Yeah, but you don't have like, little kids anymore that are afraid of everything. But everyday. when we were going like, to these parties. I was parties. like, ooh, it's Jafar. Do you want to meet Jafar? Nope, nope, nope no Jafar. Get away. We're, we're good. We went to parties with one-year-olds, three-year-olds, five-year-olds. They met villains. Now, one time, Alden did ask if he could kick Lotso. But that's a whole different thing. But my kids were little, and they met villains. They're just not chicken littles. So, okay. ha. We did this party with little kids. They met all kinds of villains. So we met all the special villains you could possibly 
meat. And there are so many character meats out there that are special. And that was always part of our rope drop plan, which we'll get to in a little bit. But we did a lot of villains and then we are characters. And also part of the character thing is the dance parties. There's a couple different dance parties yep. and that's great for the kids. And some are in air conditioning, which is even better. I wish uh, we would have got the, to that. That's that's a we did the monster one. The monster one was nice. The dance parties are good for the little kids. So we did a lot of characters. We'd always watch the second parade. The Boo to You parade is spectacular. I think in our Halloween horror night show last week, I mentioned that it even scares me because it's really kind of slightly scary. Slightly. Just a little. Just slightly. You'll be fine. I'm a big chicken. (laughs) I um so we met characters. That's what appealed to us. And then, of course, fireworks. Can't beat fireworks. So, But a huge part of it is trick-or-treating. And you get to do it in the Magic Kingdom, which is something special. So, Jen, did you trick-or-treat as adults only? Yes. Uh, so candy wasn't a huge part of our strategy. Um, so we, we got our bags and we're like, oh, if we come across a place, we'll get candy. Um, so they, they had a lot of candy stations at like kind of the exits to rides, which was, um, kind of good for us. Cause we would, we did Splash Mountain, I think three times. So, uh, we would get off Splash Mountain and get a little bit of candy. Um, so what we actually ended up doing was at about 1145, we were walking by, um, the candy spot there in Liberty Square and the cast members were kind of yelling at us to, there's no line, come in here. And so they literally stuffed fistfuls of candy into our bag. And so we got a bag full of candy without really trying, which was amazing. Um, my husband has a nut allergy uh, and a shellfish allergy, but nuts are kind of the problem with Halloween candy. So um, what that how that works is you get a special teal bag when you walk into the Magic Kingdom and they're handing out the party bags. And so at the trick-or-treating stations, he would get um, these little teal coins, um, tokens. And then, so he traded those in. There were two stations. So one was in kind of the main, um, I forget what it's called There's right a now. Town, where you meet Mickey, Town, town Hall. Square, mm-hmm. Town Square. Town Square Theater. And then Liberty, and Square, Liberty Square. So we ended up, actually going to both of those um to trade in but he there's a menu when you walk in and they tell you what's safe for your allergies and then you can kind of choose um so they're really great with that and uh they gave him tons of candy even though he's an adult but um they're they do a really good job of including everybody um that has food allergies and i think they also had kind of non-food things as well if you had like severe severe allergies they also had like little toys so um we had a really really great experience with that awesome yeah very cool derek how is trick-or-treating with three children uh that's all they wanted to do the whole time so we did wait in a couple (laughs) really really long like the line by pirates we probably waited in that line for 20 minutes to get that candy when when you could have walked like 30 40 feet to a different line and probably just right through yeah you just didn't know yet didn't know yet it was was a learning experience uh the one i do love is you texted me and said hey one of the places has applesauce now you texted me as applesauce you you texted me as a warning but the best part was 
I have a baby who loves applesauce, so I went looking for it and found the applesauce st stand and shoved him full of applesauce instead of candy, which was great. So that was my that was my favorite one. It was over by uh, Splash Mountain. But yeah, my kids loved it. They wanted to do more. We ended up, you know, not even eating a fraction of what the candy they got. But uh, I, the one thing that did amaze me is they really didn't start serving the candy until 7 o'clock. Yeah. We tried a couple times Party at like 6.45, 6.55, and the cast members would be like, the candy fairy or the witch hasn't dropped off the candy yet. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're serious. <laughs> yep, starts at 7. So we, we love trick-or-treating in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's a thousand times better than trick-or-treating anywhere else on earth just gonna throw that out there like trick-or-treating at home is work houses are a lot further apart than things <laughs> are in the magic kingdom and like it's dark and there's no sidewalk and there's cars and there's weird middle school kids running around it can't be beat so we always got a ton more candy than we needed that was one great thing about doing this party when you had a stroller you just fill up a bag chuck it in the bottom of the stroller yep. you're set now that we're stroller free so much more work See, little kids are make things easier sometimes, Derek. You're looking at this backwards. Um, but man, we'd sit there, wait for the parade, wait for fireworks, eat a whole bunch of sugar. Yeah, we did and, too. <laughs> and then, like, one year it was so hot. I remember we got back to the room, and, like, we just threw it down. It was so late. We are going to rope drop the next morning. Just, you know, all the bags went in a clump over in the corner. And the next day when we came back for a midday break, like, I don't remember which kid it is, went to pull something out, and, like, everything was just one giant ball of melted-together mush. Um, it was pretty awesome. But what kind of candy, what brands of candy did they have this year other than the applesauce? What were you getting? Because it changes from year to year. Okay, we got a lot of, like, Skittles, Snickers, um, M&M's. Yep, we did as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Starburst, yeah. Starburst, okay. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the generic grandma candy that you know my no. neighbors no, give. So it was it was name candy. brand stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important to know going in. Like you are going to come out of there with some candy if you want to, and you I mean, can you, use that to fly home with. As you snacks, can make money off this if you really try. You take you get enough. I've seen people with pillowcases. Yes. I will not lie. I've did you see that too? Like, oh yeah. yeah full pillowcases and i'm like that is heavy you're crazy i like, know you could get you in a whole candy. suitcase to bring that they're home locals <laughs> and that's what they use for their candy they just hand it out year. on yep. halloween yeah that's what they're what, going to hand out. What's crazy is those lines go down so much about an hour, two hours into the party. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much walked where, like, we, we walked by the Jungle Cruise and there was no one. And that line was down almost the main street by the time when it started. Yeah. We did not wait a minute for candy. Yeah, I, I refused. Candy. I did. I waited too many. I waited in too many candy lines. Derek waited for the run. This is going to lead right into the next question because yes. I don't think I've ever looked for candy before eight o'clock at night party starts at seven i don't think we told the kids nope be patient wait be quiet you know we're not yeah we're, yeah they can be quiet it's at disney world they can behave they can wait for their candy so rope drop plan like it there is no rope but the party definitely doesn't start till seven but you get in at four all right we'll start with derek what was your rope drop strategy just the initial so I said early on, Apple. what we were looking to do was do the 
attractions that are special to the party. And so the one I really want to do is Pirates of the Caribbean. It's one of my favorite attractions. And we decided not to do it throughout the day, even though I could have got a fast pass for it. I wanted to wait till the party. And so we waited in that line from about 6.30 to 7. And it was a walk-on. 6.55, it was a walk-on. 7 o'clock, we go in, and it's like, ooh, there's character interactions. It's totally not worth it. Uh, it, it was three characters. My wife only ended up seeing, I think, one of them. Uh, Sounds like more were in the queue than in the actual ride, right? And, and I think because we rope dropped it, the queue person wasn't even there yet. And so, and like, as we got there, the guy was just getting into the jail cell. That's why my wife missed it. So it was not worth the rope drop. Uh, just having three characters. I was hoping they would have some skulls and flags and pumpkins and decorations. But uh, it was, the thing I've heard, it's like they're trying to tell a story, but it was only a two act story. There's no conclusion. It's like, watch out for this pirate. And then he's on the bridge like, Hi, I'm this pirate, and you're like, okay, well, is there is there any conclusion to this? Can I? Hey, there he is. No one's gonna capture him. It was it was definitely not worth it for a rope drop. Way to rope drop, Derek. Way to rope drop. <laughs> it happens. All right. Le- All right lesson Jen, learned. What did you rope drop, and how did you do? Uh, so we didn't have a park ticket um, for that day, so. Um, we just kind of relaxed that day. We got to Magic Kingdom around 4.15. Um, and so because our uh, kind of priority was the shows, we just, we did some rides mostly. Um, we did Splash Mountain a lot. We did Big Thunder. We did um, Pirates twice because I thought I missed the uh, interactive people the first time, but it turns out there just wasn't that many of them. <laughs> So I I agree with you Derek on that one. That was slightly disappointing. Um, but if and... you read, if you read like the Disney like website, they're like Pirates of the Caribbean this year is all out, state of the art. People I, I expected uh, more pirates. I expected at least a Captain Jack Sparrow out there, but apparently that was too much to ask yeah. for. Nobody commandeered um, your boat. I don't get it. But anyway, that was fine. So our, our real plan didn't really start until later because we did the 1015 Hallow Wishes, the 1045 Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, and the 1115 Boo to You Parade. So we camped out at a spot at 930 that kind of was good for all of those. And so we just kind of hung around, did some shows and some photos uh, until then. Nice. That's yeah. That that's a very relaxing way to rope drop. Yeah, the the rides, the attractions, very accessible. But yeah, you can do most of those other times. So if you want to do something you can't do otherwise, that's we have always rope drop characters. Uh, the very first rope drop we did for our party was princesses with their princes, which you don't ever get, right. really, except mm-hmm. a couple breakfasts now, or you know. So we waited in that line. I remember we got in the unofficial line at like six and waited. And then we were among the first like three families to meet them. And that was pretty cool getting to see like that was back in the day where there was like three princesses in a row. And so we got all those with their princes. Um, One time we did the seven dwarfs. That's a huge one. I wish we would have rope dropped that. So we got in line for that one at like. 545 now this is a few years ago 
uh, like 5.45, and we were not done meeting them until 7.30, 7.40. So even though we spent an hour and 15 minutes in line before the party even started, we still, it was a whole other half hour of the party that we spent in line to meet the seven dwarfs. But when else do you meet the seven dwarfs? Yeah, well, and that's there. why we didn't do the characters, though, is I it's didn't want to spend that much of my party. It is. In, I in went as cast members. I know Seven Dwarfs was pushing three hours. Jack Skellington yep. was like two, two and a half. And I'm just like, I I don't no. have that kind of time to kill with kids we, in a line. We, we didn't have kids. We did meet Tarzan and the gorilla and Jane. So that was the one character we did do. The gorilla has a name. I can't there. think of it. My wife Turk. is yelling at Turk. Turk. My wife was Turk. yelling at that as we were yeah. setting up. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's not ever going to come on our show now. No, um, oh man, I sent her an email last yeah. week too. Hey, she's going to turn us down again. And so we did Jack and Sally one time, uh, like the Seven Dwarfs. We were in that line over an hour before it started. And that party was, that was the Labor Day year, and it was just hot. We just melted in that, in the sun cooking. The kids went and sat in the shade with a whole bunch of other tired, crabby kids. But we took it pretty easy our party day. So we would do those characters, and then we had like four or five characters planned out from there. And we just boom, 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 hit a bunch of characters like Jafar, Lotso, those sort of characters. And then you'd watch that stage show, and then they come down off the stage, and they do like an informal, really quick meet and greet. It's formal, but not formal. Do they, they do that this year, Jen? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you have to know it's happening to get in line because they do it for, like, five minutes and then they're gone. Yeah. It's almost pointless. We but... weren't that close to get there and yeah. at the parade that we were doing after. Yeah. So. Like, that took some planning to do at that first, the first time we did that. And so we focused a lot on characters, but we then would actually mix in the, uh, the dance parties, that sort of stuff, after the characters. Uh, but, yeah, you're not doing Seven Dwarfs and Jack and Sally it, you're not doing both of those at the same time. Uh, the princesses aren't anything like they used to be, though. So they used to have crazy, you know, the three-hour waits. Now they're fairly normal waits. But that was our rope drop. So overall for the party, Derek, did you say you successfully accomplished what you wanted to going in? No, I feel like we missed not knowing, knowing next year. Uh, there is a few characters. I was not expecting the Jack Skeleton line to be pushing three hours. I thought after Pirates, uh, my wife went to wait for Tarzan. I went up to Jack Skeleton. Th- hopefully I could get that in. Nope, not happening. So it's like I, you've never talked to me there. I, it was true. I, I was just, I was Jeez. really thrown off guard. Let me know these things. Some, some, of the, some of the character lines really threw me off guard. I wish we would have got that. We did get to one dance party. I was hoping to get to the, the other one inside the uh, Mickey's Toontown area. The new uh, one, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't get to that. I was, it was just too far up the hill, I guess you could say, because uh, it was hot and tired. And those fake abs definitely take a toll on my body. But we had a lot of fun. We loved it. We just know better for the next time we go. Uh, and also, I don't know if you know this, Doug, but little kids get tired. And well, so yeah, we, especially we, when you run them ragged. The yeah, whole day. we we rope dropped that morning. So by I mean, my daughter didn't even stay awake for the second parade. She fell asleep on the concrete, and I was just like, okay, we're we're leaving. We didn't even get to watch Hocus Pocus because our kids were just done. They probably would have been scared of Hocus Pocus. Maybe. My what? children liked it. 
but it is it is on the scarier side for the party, I'd say. Doctor Facilier is Facilier. I can't say his name right. He's he's a little creepy. I need to rewatch that movie. It's on my list this year. Oh, Jen, how about you? Successful night? Yay? Nay? I think we. I I think it's the most fun I've ever had at Disney. That whole night, we just had an absolute blast. I, we definitely took it uh, at a more relaxed pace. <laughs> um, uh, we weren't running around from from attraction to attraction, um, but. And we stopped and had a Dole Whip and we kind of, we stopped and had the Hades nachos at Pecos Bills. Yeah, there um, was a lot of specialty food. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the only food we, we took in and it was mostly because we were starving and Pecos Bills was right there. But um, I would definitely uh, do it again and, and maybe do it a little bit differently, maybe meet a little bit more characters. The only characters we met were Mickey and the like ghost hosts from Haunted Mansion, oh. um, which was really fun. But and uh, Mickey's in costume. He so was. Yeah, unique, we right? literally waited zero minutes for him. So that was nice. Oh, wow. I did that's not. Crazy. I tried. We tried a couple times and he was just 45. We walked in and we're like, why is nobody here? Is it closed? But they let us in the room and he was there. So that was nice. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, we did a, I do want to back up. We did rope drop and accomplish one other thing. Because we were in full Incredibles gear, Doug, the number, it was the last day of the Incredibles stuff at the Magic Kingdom. So we successfully got pictures with all the other families who are dressed up in the Incredibles stuff, too, with all the interactive Incredibles stuff that they had. All the backdrops. All the backdrops. And uh, we had a couple of Edna modes come up to us and get pictures. So that was number one priority. We did that at about 6, 6.30 in there. So And getting all the cat. We wanted to make sure we got pictures right away because we knew we'd be out of costume by, like, 9. So... That was, a heat stroke. That, and honestly, that was our number one rope drop goal is just to get one good family picture. Yeah. Fair yeah, well, that's you got to have goals. I feel like we always were pretty successful with our parties and our planning other than the the costume, the very first go around. I think we all we we did enough research and we always had a plan and we were always pretty successful. We've had two parties where it's just poured rain and. So, like, they delay the fireworks, they delay the parades, and a lot of people leave. Like, the longest line one party we were at was at City Hall, the people wanting their money back, as if Disney can, like, stop the rain from happening at 8.30, you know? And it is what it is. So we've had a couple parties where it just just poured. I mean, not just a little rain, but poured. But we've always had fun. I think... Having the the costumes, everything just makes it a little more successful. So overall, the big picture, what's the thing that Disney does at the Halloween parties that's the most impressive, Jen? Um, I would say it was really well organized. I found that uh, when you walked in, so we got there at four fifteen, so there's still you know the regular everyday guests there. They kind of kind of take you over to the side and you get your your treat bag um and and then you can kind of get into the park and start you your s- party but do you still get a wristband yeah this year yeah mm-hmm. yeah you get so a little wristband yep. and- we got our wristband as soon as we went through um after we scanned our magic band to get into the park there were people standing there to give out wristbands uh so that was it was it was just really well organized i found um all the treat stations uh, there was a lot. There was a lot of them. Um, 
so yeah that was and the decor i love the halloween decor oh i agree yeah they did really well decorating yeah i yeah Derek, is that your oh most impressive uh, no thing? my mine is absolutely the parade that that uh, parade was phenomenal mm-hmm. uh especially you got wreck it ralph in there too one of my favorites uh but the guys with the shovels sparks i just thought the whole thing was done really well so that parade my kids actually really enjoyed it i enjoyed it we watched it kind of twice uh, so I'm glad we did because my daughter fell asleep through the second run. Uh, the best part was that second parade, everyone sat. I've never seen that in all of my That's time at Disney. Special. That just threw me off guard. And then Hollow Wishes, a lot of people sat. So it was really, it was just not like everyone's hot, sweaty, and sitting. So that was awesome. And I do got to say, Space Mountain, didn't know what I was getting into, but it was in the complete dark, heavy metal music. My back is still in pain, and it was a month ago. But it was one of the, if, if you get an opportunity to do Space Mountain during the Halloween party, I recommend it. Cool. If you don't have a heart condition. I would not. I not. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm team Doug on that one. That yeah. My husband did it, but I was not having that. Derek, I, no. No. <laughs> so, I think I'm just, in, with the Halloween parties, the overall atmosphere that they create um, impresses me. How it goes from the Magic Kingdom we all know and love, to this Halloween. I think they do a much better job with the atmosphere for the Halloween party being throughout the whole park compared to the Christmas party especially. I think that's a little more isolated to Main Street where Halloween branches out. I think having all the different candy stations helps with that. Um, I think the fact that it's named brand candy and not the generic stuff is kind of nice yet however i still would buy like a specialty snack somewhere along the way even though i have a bag of free candy in my hand but that's me you know i had to try a cotton candy flavored or not cotton candy candy corn flavored ice cream one time that sounds I, gross it, it was amazing I, uh. I bought it because it sounded gross and it was amazing and the the merchandise like the pins and the shirts and all that stuff is yeah, Disney's nickel and diamond me, but I'm a sucker. Yep, so. I got a pen. What can I say? One. I just like how they create a whole atmosphere all the way through. It's not like, hey, give us all this money for a hard ticket, and then there's your specialty cupcake. Go ride the same rides that you always ride with a trick-or-treat bag, right? right. It, mm-hmm. It's like full all the way through. Every cast member's costume, yeah. slight, you know, yeah. That that's what impresses me about the party. So since we talked about most impressive, we have to talk about the most underwhelming. And I don't know if you can use pirates as the answer here again, but Derek, we'll start with you on this one. What was your opinion of the most underwhelming part of the party? Uh, I think the most underwhelming and challenging thing was the amount of people that were there. We did hear from multiple cast members that they sold out that day. So the 11,000, which is an extra like million dollars for Disney. So I totally get why they allow 11,000 people in, but I just, I thought it was just a pinch too busy. Uh, if they backed it up 10, 9,000 maybe, but it just, it felt a little more crowded. If I'm going to spend that kind of money, I do want, I don't want to wait in line for one character and that's all I get to do kind of thing. If I'm going to spend that kind of money, I want to be able to see two characters. So See, for 
every character that has a three hour wait, there's like four characters that you can wait five minutes for. Oh, I will say that. I, no, I actually, so while my wife waited in line for Tarzan with the baby, I took my two older kids. We went to four other character stops, all pushed uh, 45 to an hour. It was it was very it was very frustrating. I guess that first hour was kind of rough, but the was, first hour is always the craziest, though. Yeah, like the first hour is what it is. But like After Mickey, that, we, Mickey, we checked starts. multiple times for Mickey, and it was always forty five to an hour. I mean, to walk on that just sounds like to me. I'm like, wow, it's, no one was there that night. But yeah, we were, were you just looking at the app, or were you? No, going I actually I walked down to Main Street multiple times. Uh, so I was I was exhausted because I was in that costume and I I think I did more walking at that Halloween party than I did at any single day like at the at the parks because we were, I was just trying to get so much in and uh, yeah I just wish it was a little less crowded back it up a little bit I get maybe Halloween yeah. night pushing the eleven thousand but uh, before then come on let's just nine thousand but Disney wants to nickel and dime you. We did hear from, we waited in line with some cast members and they were telling us how it was like, oh yeah, last Tuesday it was completely empty. It was the best Halloween party. They're even telling us how crazy yeah. busy it was Labor Day. And I'm like, okay, note to self, not going on Labor Day ever again. At least for, for a Halloween party. For the yeah. Halloween party. <laughs> All right, Jen? Uh, Hallow wishes. It needs a revamp. Yeah. It needs something. I was so excited to see this and we watched it and I was like, that was not as good as Happily Ever After at all. So, I, I mean, I think they could definitely revamp it and make it better, more projections, mm -hmm. more villains, more, just more. I wanted more. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think adding the projections to that is... like. By next fall, if they don't have that done, I'm kind of wondering why. See, why I actually would... liked it because it reminded me. I kind of miss. I love Happily Ever After. Oh. It's my favorite. But I, it kind of gave me that throwback to wishes, and I was like, okay, that was nice. But I agree. Any more, I want to see projections. But I, I did enjoy. It felt like a callback a little bit. You have a year and a half worth of nostalgia, do you? I, I did. <laughs> I had some. I had some nostalgia. I really did. Got to think way back to the day of. A year and a half ago, yeah. with had wishes. Oh, yeah, I could, yeah, wishes. I had it built up in my head, Hallow wishes a lot, um, and yeah. Just... Well, when all there was was wishes, and then Hallow wishes, like it's leaps and bounds better. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, way you have perimeter fireworks, you have more the the old projections on the castle yeah more voice work going on in it it's not jiminy cricket talking to you which is not a you know, I, bad thing. i did take a video and i am gonna i know knowing we are gonna do this episode i am gonna post a video this week in honor of this episode for hollow wishes are you so one of okay. the songs i can't remember which one i recorded Great tease, Derek. I know. Great. Just be watching it. Random it's gonna be there. I can't remember. Well, it, it reminded yeah. me. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta post that. So there, yeah. So I, underwhelming for me was, you know, has just yeah. Some of the parties went to the the thing about the crowd is, during a normal day at Magic Kingdom, everybody's waiting in line in an attraction. The queues are full, so. It, feels a lot busier because everybody's there for the special stuff and that's that's one thing that's hard to handle 
I think, but the dome would be the biggest thing over Magic Kingdom so far at our Halloween parties because we've gotten pretty wet before, and that's that's the, that's been our worst experience with it. Um, other than that, we've had a blast. So one last question for you guys: Basically, are you still eating the candy that you collected at? at yes. It? Yes. Nope. My, a lot of that candy stayed in the resort when I was packing the bags. They just didn't make it in the bag home. It yeah. sounds like it was on purpose. Like it may have been. Yeah, if you ever you haven't seen my kids wound up on three Snickers bars, you know, next time that happens, Doug, I'm driving to your you, house. I'm just going to drop them off. You don't have to give it to them. They yeah. don't know save it, it for me. There. Yeah. Why, why do you? I don't know about your parenting skills after that comment. You, you got to eat your kids' candy for them. But the then I get then I get kids, cavities right? and I have to talk to my dentist oh. about it and it's awkward. Yeah, you don't want to have. Yeah, to I don't. Up. I don't like going yeah. to the dentist. That's a, that's scarier than any Halloween party. Sure is. We talked sure about is. that last week. Dentists are weird. I just whew. so yeah. yeah. I, I did not keep all the candy. All right. Well, any last Halloween party things you want to work in here before we wrap this up? It's definitely worth going. If it's I know it's it. it's expensive, it's but it's totally a bucket list. And if if you haven't experienced it, it is a lot of fun and dress up. Yeah, it was it was so fun. I highly recommend it. I would definitely do it again. Yeah, awesome. Probably uh, not every year for us because we got to talking about that. It's like we're we're thinking like every three, every four years, Doug. I don't know. Do you feel like it could be an every year thing tradition? I mean, we did it four times in like a six-year span, roughly. Um, we haven't, haven't done it for a few years, and I think the next time we are down there and it fits our schedule, it will happen. Um, now, Grant, last year Alden and I were down there. We had the chance to do it one night. We chose not to because there was we were only there for a couple days, and we thought, well, we need to do Hollywood Studios and Pandora and. So we were, we had enough other things going on, but definitely on longer trips, I think it's it's a must. Yeah, I like it. I'll do it again. I like it a lot better than Christmas party. That's a whole other show, though. Yeah, that's another topic. We'll we'll dive into that one. All right. So let's wrap this up. Since Jen is a reoccurring guest, she has already been through our lightning round, and you'll have to go back to that previously mentioned 105. episode 105 to go. learn more about Jen from Will Save for Travel. So since she's back on, we do armchair imagineering. Now, your question for the night is, what would you add to the party experience, Imagineer Jen? I would... I would have liked more time. I felt like it went by so fast. I think we all can agree with that. I'm surprised it doesn't end at 1 a.m. yet. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't ready to to pack it in yet. We left around uh, 12.15, I think, we were heading out. And uh, I was still, I mean, after you have all that sugar kind of wired, so I was like, "Let's, let's keep going. But it's time to go back. Um, I would have liked to see more characters wandering around, um, which would have been fun, but 
I just thought I I didn't want to spend my party time standing in character lines. I had no interest in that. So just seeing them walk around for me would have been a bit more fun, kind of a throwback to uh, back when, you know, during the regular park days, characters were just out and about and it wasn't planned, scheduled meet and greets. But other than that, there's not a whole lot that I would add. I mean, turn down the heat would have been nice so you don't melt. Again. Yeah. Just the party dome. Yeah, just, just bring the dome out for the parties. By the end, my abs were really like that because I just sweated yeah. out all the water. Yeah, yeah. So dehydrated. So, Derek, you mentioned earlier that you have an imagineering. I do, sin, but even though you're not a guest, I know, but I gotta share it. We've be- never done armchair imagineering ourselves. We, we have we just the for, for the party. Uh, I'm all about attractions, doing special things for the party. I do not know why the Jungle Cruise, one, isn't open during the party, but two, why they don't do a ghost story Halloween type thing for the Jungle Cruise. Out of all the attractions, that one to me is the biggest swing and a miss, that they don't do anything. Yeah, because they do Christmas, and they do it well. And they they cut it off. Like we, We tried to jump over to the Jungle Cruise right after Pirates, and they're like, no, Jungle Cruise isn't open for the party. I'm like, yeah, the sun's still too. up. Yeah, we did the exact same. We were heading over there. I don't know what time it was. Maybe 6.30 or, I don't know, maybe closer to 6 o'clock. And they're like, no, we're setting up for our treat stand. So we missed that oh, one, the yeah. party. So I guess we should mention in the the map that you get it does tell you which dining is open because it's mm-hmm. not all open That's and it does true. list which attractions are open and it tells you which ones have some halloween fun like pirates and their three characters and then mad tea party and space mountain and uh it lists the map is very nice it lists everything you really need to know yeah you definitely need to grab that map when you walk in because you're pretty lost without it either that or just uh send me a tweet and i'll yeah, just walk Tell me through you. step by step. Yeah, just tweet at us. We'll help you, maybe, yeah. if I'm not coaching soccer. So, I excellent armchair imagineering, Jen. So, um, not Derek. He doesn't like the Jungle Cruise. No, idea, no that's <laughs> the Jungle Cruise. I anything that's good for the Jungle Cruise, I'm on board with because that is my favorite classic attraction. Once again, if you go back to episode 100, you can hear Derek and I's lightning round. And that's fascinating in and of itself. So, um, Jen, why don't you tell people where they can find you online and on social media? Yeah, so uh, my website is willsavefortravel.com. So I write about Disney a lot. I also write about personal finance and other travel destinations. Um, But a lot of Disney, especially now since we just got back on Sunday. Got a lot of topics coming up. Um, so I'm also on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, all will save for travel. Twitter's will save the number four travel. And yeah, I think that's it. And we'll put all that in the show notes. So feel free to scroll down and click on that. What I really like though, Jen, you talked about this on our last episode is all about the strategies about how to save money by going to Disney. You mentioned the reason why you chose and I chose this is because there are discounts in September and that's always a good ploy. People who think, man, Mickey's not so scary. That's 75, 80, 100 bucks on Halloween plus. I can never afford that. Well, if you go during the right time and you work with a travel agent, you can make it a little bit more feasible. And so I like that you've talked about that in your, in your blog. 
Yeah, we're all about that, especially coming uh, from Canada. You have to make it worth it, which is why we do longer, kind of a week-long trip. Um, and yeah, we saved a lot of money uh, on the free dining, so we were able to do uh, the Halloween party. And we also did a tour one day, um, the Caring for Giants tour, so that was nice, too. That's a whole nother episode right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm now interested in the tour. Teaser. Yeah, super fun. Teaser. Yep, we'll have to have you back on and talk about tours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all that we have for this week's episode. But especially, I think, overall, we all three can agree that Mickey's not so scary. Totally worth it. A lot of fun. But it is worth planning and getting to know what is worth it and what is not. I say... Just skip pirates and go before. Good. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And get plenty of candy and go see Dr. Doug, the Disney dentist. Anyway, if you are looking to plan for next year's Not-So-Scary Halloween party, give a shout-out to Michelle. Her email is in the show notes, and she'll definitely let you know when free dining is and help you plan it and tell you what rides and attractions to wait in line for and skip. And if you're like me, you text Doug, and then you don't listen to Doug's advice, and then you regret it. So I have learned, Doug, through many of trips, just to listen. listen Get in line for Jack Skeleton early. You told me that. I didn't listen. You know, I can only do so much. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio. And Jen, thank you so much for being a Patreon of the show. You're so welcome. If you'd love to be a Patreon, we'll have that in the show notes as well. But that is the kind of thing that helps keep this going. Again, Jen, thank you. And... Jen, she gets bonus episodes every week that you might not be getting. Yeah, that's super fun. With Gus. Check that out. And, of course, our website, www.robedroppers.com. Follow us on social media as well. But for Jen and Doug, I am Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.